0: Hello, today is day 25 of the Daily New Testament, second quarter, and we are going over Luke 16. This one, uh, it's continuing on with stories that Jesus is saying in different parables. And to be completely honest with you, I have always found the one that, uh, the first one we're going to read to be a bit confusing and I've never really understood it, but... The, uh, the author of the devotional gave a new way um, for me to understand it, a way I'd never seen before. He said that it's strange because it makes it seem like dishonesty is a good thing, but what he's really saying is that this dishonest man was smart enough to know to prepare for his future, while many people who are good failed to prepare for eternity. An illustration of this can be found in the story also of the rich man and Lazarus. The rich man makes himself comfortable now and ignores eternity, while Lazarus does the opposite. So what is eternity going to look like? Separation from God, barely making it in, or lots of people going to tell stories of how you invested your energy? and eternity um so with that in mind i'll go ahead and start reading luke 16 jesus told his disciples there was a rich man whose manager was accused of wasting his possessions so he called him in and asked him what is this i hear about you give an account of your management because you cannot manage any longer The manager said to himself, what shall I do now? My master is taking away my job. I'm not strong enough to dig, and I'm ashamed to beg. I know what I'll do, so that when I leave my job, people will welcome me into their houses. So he called each one of his master's debtors and asked him, how much do you owe my master? 800 gallons of olive oil, he replied. The manager told him, Take your bill, sit down quickly, and make it 400 Then he asked the second, How much do you owe? A thousand bushels of wheat, he replied. He told him, Take your bill and make it 800 The master commended the dishonest manager because he had acted truly. For so the people of this world are more shrewd in dealing with their own kind than are the people in the light. I tell you, use the worldly wealth to gain friends for yourself so that when it is gone you will be welcomed into eternal dwellings whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much and whoever is dishonest with very little is also dishonest with much so if you have not been trustworthy in handling worldly wealth who will trust you with true riches and you and if you have not been trustworthy with someone else's property, who will give you property of your own? No servant can serve two masters. Either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. The Pharisee who loved money heard all this and were sneering at him. He said to them, You are the ones who justify yourselves in the eyes of men, but God knows your heart what is highly valued among men as detestable in God's eyes? The law and the prophets were proclaimed until John. Since that time, the good news of the kingdom of God is being preached. It is easier for heaven and earth to disappear than for the least stroke of a pen to drop out of the law. Anyone who divorces his wife and marries another woman commits adultery. The man who marries a divorced woman commits adultery. There was a rich man who was, distressed and who was dressed in purple and fine linen and lived in luxury every day. At his gate laid a beggar named Lazarus, covered with sores, and longing to eat what fell from the rich man's table. Even the dogs came and looked at sores. The time came when the beggar died, and the angels carried him to Abraham's side. The rich man who also died was buried, and in hell, where he was in torment, he looked up and saw Abraham far away with Lazarus by his side. So he called to him, Father Abraham, have pity on me. Send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in the water and cool my tongue, because I am in agony and in fire. So Abraham replied, Son, remember that in your lifetime you received your good things, while Lazarus received bad things. And now he is comforted here, and you are in agony. Besides all this. Between us and you is a great chasm that has been fixed, so that those who want to go from here to you cannot, nor can anyone cross over from there to us. He answered, Then I beg you, Father, If they do not listen to Moses and the prophets, they will not be convinced, even if someone rises from the dead. Father, thank you for giving us these stories to illustrate different truths about life here and life in eternity. Help us to take them to heart. Help us to recognize the urgency in them. And the importance, and then that we are um, that we are investing our energy, our time, our resources wisely. We are investing them to support your kingdom and building your kingdom for the future. Um, to hmm rest and in eternity into it instead of trying to build our kingdom here on earth and getting comfort here and now. Help us to recognize when we're getting off sidetrack and are trying to build a kingdom and our own kingdom instead of yours. Help us to remember the story of the rich man and Lazarus and to recognize that we we don't want to be like that. We ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen.